and welcome to the five-year anniversary special edition of the Party of One podcast, the actual Play RPG podcast where the gaming table is usually set for two. I am, as I have been for the last five years, your host, Jeff Stormer. <sighs> five years. Five goddamn years. I'm really struggling to find the things to say here, like in this intro, because like it's hard to talk without getting emotional. And honestly, it's kind of enormous in a way that's hard to like wrap my head around and talk about. So I'm not going to talk about it. Instead, we're going to talk about the game that we're playing this week, which is very special because it's a game that I wrote last week for use on this episode. Uh, we are playing a game called I Stand Alone, But We Fight Together. It is a single player game uh, inspired by Core of Leary's. There is no escape from this arena. Um, it is about a single warrior, a single hero facing insurmountable odds, backed only by the memories that they share with the people that helped them become the hero that they are. It felt pretty appropriate to write this game to prep for this episode. Um, so we are going to play this game. I am going to play this game. My guest this week is award-winning podcaster and game designer Jeff Stormer. Uh, and we are going to play this game. I'm going to tell this story. I'm going to play this single-player game. And true to the spirit of the game, which as a mechanic requires you to collect memories and to, to have people in your life share their positive memories with you such that you might use those memories to inspire your story... I've collected a few memories from previous guests of the show, and I am going to use those memories to shape this big, heroic, weird story that I'm going to tell for you today. And with that said, I, I'm going to save all the I'm going to save. I've got some Patreon stuff to cover next episode and some ad stuff to cover. But I'm going to save all that stuff for next week because I feel like this one is really on its own special for being the five year episode. So with that, I'm going to throw it over to me in the present so that I can get started with the show. Take it, present me. Thanks, present me. So yeah, we are playing a game that I've written. It's currently available on itch.io at jeffstormer.itch.io. It is called uh, I Stand Alone, But We Fight Together. It is a single player game about a hero facing insurmountable odds. And uh, I'm just going to read the text of the game for you right now up front, and then we'll sort of dive into the game. I'll introduce my character and we'll get rolling. So as I said, this is I Stand Alone But We Fight Together, an inverted hack of Core of Leary's There Is No Way Out of This Arena. This is a game for a party of one. As well as any number of heroes they will turn to along the way. You stand here today facing down a threat larger than you can comprehend. You have nothing but your weapon. There are no allies here to join you. You must do this alone. Describe yourself, hero. Describe your weapon. It can be a literal weapon or something more metaphorical, but it is your only tool with which to stop this threat. Grab a 20-sided dice to represent this weapon. So, because this session is nothing if not self-indulgent, I will be once again playing uh, my favorite character to play, and that is Chef Stormer, podcaster supreme, protector of the multiversal panoply. Um, I am uh, wearing my traditional podcaster supreme outfit of a white tuxedo with iridescent rainbow neon Chuck Taylors and a matching bow tie. Uh, and I carry with me the uh, cosmically empowered Zoom audio recorder and also my uh, iridescent laser beam sword. These are my weapons with which I will defend the, the sum total, the multiversal panoply, the sum total of all stories that have ever been told. Because if you're allowed to be self-indulgent, you should be as self-indulgent as you can be. This is also why I have chosen my 20-sided Superman colored dice. Thank you, Alice Kira. Um, this one is my special dice for when I'm being extra self-indulgent. So let's go. Describe the threat. 
Think about its scale. Think about its power. Assign it a number of health somewhere in the hundreds based on how dangerous it is. Hundred for something powerful and stoppable. Thousand for a power that could reshape the cosmos. Uh, I'm going to give it 250 health. And the threat that I'm going to describe is the barrier reefs. Don't let the name fool you. The barrier reefs are a massive dimensional blockade that uh, block the walls between worlds. They were built by the Galactic Rat King and Boss Frog to hold their gifts from creation. They are infinite and labyrinthine and slowly absorbing everything and slowly overtaking the multiversal panoply itself. You know, um, someone has to stop this. So many worlds, so many stories have fallen. And so... Here I am in my recording station alone. I I have to defeat this thing, or I have to try, t- at least. But I am alone. I am outmatched, unmistakably so. But I thankfully have the memory that my friends have given me to carry me through this battle. So, you're going to describe your attack... Roll 1d20 and subtract that number from the threat's health. If this brings the threat's health to zero, you stand triumphant. If you have not, you failed to stop the threat and it strikes back against you. On your own, you only get one shot, one roll, one chance. And you cannot stop this threat on your own. But you have a secret weapon. You traveled with others on your way here, and their lessons, their memories, their power can lift you up and give you the strength to fight. Ask a friend to share with you a memory they have of your travels together. For every memory shared, whether real or fictional, describe something your hero learned from a trusted ally, their next attack, and roll this d20 again. Continue this process until you stop the threat and save the day. Thank your friends. Share with them a memory in return. Then at last, continue on your journey to make new memories and lift up friends and allies along the way. So yeah, I'm pretty hyped about this. I'm pretty proud of this game, and I'm pretty excited to, to get into it. So let's let's go. Uh, like I said, I am floating in a recording, uh, podcasting space station. I want you to picture somewhere between a B-Wing and a, and a Blue Yeti, because I can be self-indulgent. I'm going to be self-indulgent. Um, there it is in front of me, this massive, tentacled, whirling beast of newsprint white and black, whirling endlessly in on itself, twirling, twirling, twirling. Um, I have to figure out how me and this tiny little ship is going to fight this colossal cosmic old god eldritch horror looking twirling mass of 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 swirling color so i think to do that i'm gonna have to pull on my first memory this is megan dornbrock from the modifier podcast and i still remember my party of one game from over four years ago because i was out of my mind with nerves to play a game with just one other person At that time, I hadn't played much, uh, if at all, in a format that is immortalized and shared with countless other humans. I just ask people about their games. But Jeff was immediately such a warm host and a supportive play partner that I had so much fun failing my punk rock space revolution. A-plus experience. Would party again. Happy anniversary, Jeff. All right. Well, my first memory down... um thinking about that memory i am i'm out of my mind with nerves right now i'm staring down this thing that i can't beat on my own but uh true to the spirit of the the game that i played with meg um i'm gonna say fuck it and go punk rock 
I hit the switch. I, I, I activate my weapons. I activate my, my floating podcast recording station and fly in guns a blazing. There are explosions all around me. Everything is lighting up. Um, tentacles are lashing at my ship. My ship is torn is torn asunder. I am vaulted into space, shielded only by a bubble shield created by my cosmically empowered zoom recorder. And I am tearing through this thing. We are going up against one another and uh, against its 250 health. I will roll five. Fuck. Shit. Not good. All right. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This thing is swirling around me. It is closing in. It is ready to destroy me. I, I have to think quick, right? Like I have to think. I have to think fast. So I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to focus and I'm going to think on a memory my favorite moment of recording with Jeff when we did our game of one shot was toward the end when brother met brother. We're moving beyond the mechanics of the game. We're definitely moving toward the end point at a rapid speed. It's got the train loaded down, barreling down the tracks feel, and they're like nose to nose. It's this incredibly intense thing, and it's where we've moved beyond playing a game we've moved beyond just telling a story to fully inhabiting characters and just being these different people there in this extremely intense moment and your heart is pounding you kind of lose yourself in the moment and jeff is amazing at finding those moments in his games with his players uh and it was just amazing to have that sort of moment with him I can't let people down now. I can't, I can't do that. There's, there's too much on the line here. So I draw my blade and I start just swinging. I am running along walls. I'm, I'm slashing on tentacles. I'm just mad dashing just one, one surface to another, very kind of just running, slashing, fighting. And I'm, I'm exhausted. I've, you know, this, this has already been so much more than I can anticipate, but I'm, I'm past the outer barriers now. And I'm going to take out 14 more health. I still got to keep going, running along the walls, running through these tunnels, this this thing, these barrier reefs that is it's alive and it isn't all at once. If that makes sense, it's all I'm hearing is this this awful grinding sound, right? Like it's like it is literally wearing down the walls of reality, crushing the worlds of a thousand wide eyed dreamers all at once. I fucking hate this thing. <sighs> all right. I need another memory if I'm going to keep fighting. I'm trying to record right now. Oh. I'm trying to record because I'm trying to tell people that this is Jeff Stormer's Party of One podcast. Okay? It's the fifth year anniversary, and I want to talk about the time I was on the show playing Jewish Ric Flair, turned off the AC, closed all the windows, made sure there wasn't any background noise. But for some reason, you were still boiling potatoes in the kitchen, and it overflowed, right? It overflowed and almost ruined the take, and then you talk through while walking through the kitchen. Yeah, but look at this cat. Okay, so that's my favorite moment. That's from me, Alex Perlman, a.k.a. Jewish Ric Flair, and Vicky Long, a.k.a. Jewish Ric Flair's first ex-wife. Jeff, thank you. Your podcast is amazing. Thank you for bringing such uh, focus and letting so many different creators uh, get their name out there and spread these fun, wonderful games. Yay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Alex, 
Alex, thank you. Thank you. That was, woo. Um, so this thing, this thing feeds on ideas, right? This thing is obsessed with keeping the, the multiversal panoply like clean, pristine, organized, polished, everything neatly filed, no rough edges, no fault lines. So I'm, I think if I'm going to beat this thing, if I'm going to, if I'm going to keep, if I'm going to, if I'm going to keep this thing off its game plan, what I'm going to have to do is I have to focus on the focus on the um the, the 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 fault lines i have to focus on the rough edges right like i got to i got to close my eyes and i got to focus on uh the fact that the notes that i took on this session aren't really that complete so i'm winning a lot of this and i got to focus on the fact that it is weirdly simultaneously cold and hot in my apartment so i keep like taking off my hoodie and putting it back on and like i got to worry about the fact that every time i click between windows you like pick up a little bit of that on the audio and like I got to focus on like the little rough edges because that's where this thing is going to strain. That's where this thing is going to strain. And that's that's when I can I can beat this thing. If I can if I can keep this thing distracted and frustrated, then I can keep fighting it. And I see it around me. I see this thing start to strain and the edges of reality starting to pull apart. And That's when the voices come in. And that's when the voices come in. And there, there are so many of them, and all of them are mine. Some of them are my words. Some of them are not my words. Some of them are the words of others. And they are just starting to seep into my mind, all these doubts and criticisms and backhanded compliments and excuses and these, this, the hollow self-promotion buried amongst praise or the seeking valid, self-validation by demanding services from me and it's all of this this weight and these words and the air is getting like hot and thick and humid and it's just it's 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 choking me out every time i make cauliflower i think about ham hock and cheese sandwich the two little kittens who ruined and then saved their human's dinner and so i think about I think about my cat. I think about, I think about my cat. I think about Cleo, who is in the other room and is scratching at the door right now. Um, and I think about my cat, and I think about Cleo, and I do what Cleo would do in this situation, which is I am gonna, I'm gonna make my, I'm gonna make a little mischief. I think uh, I flick out the battery of my Zoom recorder. I flick the battery section open, and I flick it, and some rainbow sparks pop out. And what happens is, like, as soon as the sparks hit the air, they ignite, right? Like, there's so much heat and pressure in the air that they just light up. And, like, it just, it blows these voices away. However, it also does set the room on fire, which is also not great. Also, I realized I didn't roll last time, so I'm going to roll twice here. So that is a 16... And that is a seven. So that's a uh, 23. I'm going to tally up these. I'm keeping track of this and I'm going to tally all these points at the end. And if I get to if I get to 250, I will have destroyed the barrier reefs forever. All right. So the room is on fire now and I've got to find a way out. I'm 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 stuck. I'm trapped. Right. I'm in a room. My white suit is charred and covered in, in, in ash. I've got to. I have to get either out of here or deeper in here. I just can't be in this room. And I'm going to need help with that. Party of One is turning five years old, and that is crazy to me. I, I, I mean, 
technically, if you look at it, Party of One has lasted longer than the production of the Lord of the Rings movies. They completed Fellowship, Two Towers, and Return of the King in four years. Look what Jeff's done in five. Some people would say it's uh, better, and I would be one of those people. Uh, Party of One is definitely better than Lord of the Rings. But Party of One really would not be where it is uh, without the genius and really the the tenacity of Jeff Stormer. Jeff has taken something from scratch and really built his own thing. And there's not many people that can say that they've done their own thing. There's a lot of people out there that imitate. There's a lot of people out, out there that that make something that's a copy of something else. But what Jeff does is original. And I think you can see that and the work he puts out there. One of my favorite memories of Jeff Stormer is most recently we did a recording of uh, an RPG called I Love You Man But No Fucking Way. Uh, just a fantastic musical RPG. And we would constantly check in with each other during that recording to see how we were doing, if if the flow was working. And, you know, I was having a great time. I, I, I was just blown away by the fact that he cared enough to just take a moment, drop in, see how I was doing, and then get on with it. I've done a lot of podcasts in uh, in my years on this planet, and it's hard to find somebody that cares more about the guest than the content. And luckily for Jeff, the quality of both those things are uh, AAA, pretty top tier. So here's to five more years. Here's to Jeff. Congratulations, buddy. We're all proud of you. Okay, so, 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 the one thing I can't, the one thing I can't do is panic. I have to check in with myself. I have to, have to breathe, and I have to roll my shoulders, to work out that kink in my, my back and my, my neck, and I have to adjust my rainbow-colored bow tie, and if I do all of these things, then the doorway appears to me in a moment. Even if only for a moment, that's all I need to get out of this room. And in doing so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add 18 to my total. And so I make it, I think the next room I make it to is the Central Depository. And in this room, there are thousands of worlds, creations trapped here, right? Like there's thousands upon thousands of things, stories, people, elements, things stuck here, trapped in this vault until the Rat King finds use for them again. And what is difficult here is that I, I kind of don't want to leave. Like, I mean, and part of that is because I know Jeff Swarmer. I'm pretty familiar with the guys, with the guys, the mindset. And to be in this vault is, is, is a lot of what I want. And I kind of want to join. I kind of just want to, like, start playing around and, like, I, I, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to give up here. Hey, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Five years of podcast already. Oh, congratulations. That's that's an amazing achievement. I remember the episode we recorded like it was yesterday. Oh, flashbacks work better in a visual medium. It was a lot of fun. I really love... 
Oh, just everything. You're such an amazing person to play a game with. And you bring your own ideas and play off other people's ideas in such an amazing way. And it makes your podcast really, really special. And I treasure it. So, here's to hopefully many more years. And future Jeff, keep noggin'. No, no, thank you, Alice. Thank you. You were absolutely right. I can't. It's not because I like I think that that's what I want is to play around in the vault. But like the truth is like, no, I don't want I don't want to hoard these things for myself. I want to share these things with friends and with the world. Like I can't. I can't falter here because I know that it's not where I belong in the long run. And so I'm going to I'm going to. I'm going to roll a three and I'm going to keep moving. And it's it sucks because, like, there's a lot of weight here and a lot of prestige. And, like, it sucks to not play with them, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep moving. And so I'm going to turn a corner and basically run smack dab into, like, a, um, like a, like a power armored soldier. Basically, like, you know, fucking, like, Fallout level stuff, right? Like, big giant soldier, big level gun, ready to issue me a takedown, right? Ready, ready to, like, live, like, and I've got to, I've got to find a way to stop this, this, this guy, right? Like. Hi, everyone. This is Rich Howard. Happy anniversary, Jeff. Favorite memory? (laughs) Uh, I've been lucky enough to be on the show a couple of times, and both times have been really deeply emotional for me. But the first time. Um, we played a game that completely undermined my own moral certitude about who I am as a human being, uh, playing Dan Enders the Bite, and uh, found out that you were a um, better, kinder, gentler human being than I am, um, which is uh, totally true. Um, there's proof. It's recorded. So go back. Check out the Bite, everyone. It's a deeply emotional game for both of us, uh, and I loved every minute of it. And I love you too, Jeff. Happy anniversary. Well-deserved. I... Fuck. I can't... I can't kill this guy. I wish I could. I, I, I really wish that... Like, it would be the, the cool, badass hero thing to do here, but I also... It wouldn't be true to, to, to Jeff to say that he'd be careful of, of beating... Of killing this 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 guy even if i even if he is a cop and all cops are bastards like it would be dishonest of me to say that i could do the cool thing and fight this guy as opposed to having to think about things on a different term so i'm gonna i'm gonna pull from a different podcast for a moment and and allow myself to be captured and add 13 to my total like i said i'm gonna tally these up at the end i'm actually not really sure what number i'm at right now um, there's a chance that I don't hit 250 and like, if that happens, then that might just be what happens. We'll see. We'll play it by ear. Um, but either way, like right now I'm just, I'm in this, I've been added to a pod in the central directory and in, in moments from now, I will be consumed and all of the worlds that I protect, the stories I've created, and they will all be filed away and stored in a galactic vault until Boss Frog and the Rat King decide they have use for them. Unless I can find a way out of here. Hey, my name is Aram, and I am the creator and writer of God's Fall, 
And my favorite moment on the show was definitely my monk boy and his dragon friend. Two people who were not meant to be friends. It was clearly just an encounter between the two of them. It should have probably just gone that way. But this story reminded me that characters don't have to be what they're written on paper. They don't have to be that locked down. They can grow and expand and things can change at any moment. And I think it just showed me that there can be more kindness in games. There can be more decency in games. And that short little encounter and the friendship that was grown between those two reminded me of that. And I think that's why it's my favorite. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Because I, I, the truth is I'm not going to get out of here alone. And it's foolish of me to think that I can, I can do this truly on my own. At least not when I have backup. Um, I just have to, I have to hope that I'm going to come through for myself because so I, I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to close my eyes and hope I have my own back. And thankfully, um, a few moments later, a laser sword tears through a wall and there in front of me is my, my rival, my friend, my doppelganger, Jeffrey Stormer. And I look at myself and I'm like, and here we are again, Jeff. I am once again called upon to save you. I have rolled a 13. You may add that to your total. I kind of like, I, I climb out of the pod and I'm like, yeah, all right, let's get, get out of here. This is, this isn't your fight. And if you, if I don't make it, you have to upload this episode. You are nothing if not ever sentimental and know that when we clash blades again, it will be your downfall, Jeff Stormer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love you too. So Jeffrey starts tearing through walls and it's just, I mean, it is pure, pure, pure chaos in here, right? Like there are soldiers, there are power troopers, and there are like swirling tentacles of litigation and fury. And I am, I am completely overwhelmed here. I am outnumbered. I am outgunned. I am outmanned. There is nothing that I'm like, I, there's no one plan that I can come up with that is going to work here. Jeff, do you know how extremely difficult it is for me to pick just one of my favorite memories of being on Party of One with you? Like, fuck, all of the memories I have of being on Party of One are fucking fantastic. I really do have kind of a special place in my heart for our Monster of the Week GM list game. It was, it was so much fun just just kind of like riffing off each other and creating a monster together and then having to battle and defeat said monster. Fuck, the hour between the dog and the wolf was terrifying. And it felt, I don't want to say natural because it of course is not natural to feel like a serial killer, but it there was just a way that we were able to build off one another that felt very natural and smooth and fuck all of the games I've had to play with you have been like that you are a fantastic player a fantastic GM a fantastic host and so having to pick just one thing that I really enjoy about be about party of one is really difficult 
Fuck, that's exactly right. Like, it doesn't, you're, you're right. Like, it doesn't have to be one thing. It can be a million things. I can have all the plans I want. I'm writing this story. So I'm going to, like, I'm going to snap my fingers and a wormhole opens to the Feywild. Moss, like, spills out and starts just consuming things. While the tentacles are distracted with that, I'm going to pull off my tie and I'm going to flick it at one of the soldiers' armor suits. And watch as they get entangled by these, like, pang- paper tentacles of litigation. And they, because it thinks that it's me, right? And there's gunfire trying to free their friends. And I'm just going to, I'm going to roll my dice. I'm going to roll an 18. And I'm just going to slip right through unnoticed. Which is when I come upon, like, the central eye of the barrier reef, right? Like, this is the, this is the eye of the beast, right? This is the centerpiece of this massive leviathan that is consuming the cosmos. And it is staring me right in the eyes as it just, like, mutters, like, why are you doing this? Why continue to fight? You've been fighting for so long. And, like, you're not going to win. So why? Why not just give up? Like, why are you here? Hi, this is Evan McDevitt of Rudo Judo Games. Uh, Jeff played my game Work-Life, Work-Life Balance, and as a rookie designer, the kind of validation, the motivation that I get from knowing that people are out there and experiencing new games, things that from designers that they've never heard of, it really can't be put into words. So it's the sort of thing that when I get frustrated, I come back to and think, you know, I can really do this. So, uh, thank you, Jeff. Keep doing the show so I can be on myself someday. That's why. That's why I'm here. It's because I can, I can give that to people along the way. And, like, as long as I'm fighting this fight, I can keep giving that to other people. At least that's what I'm going to tell myself as I hold out my zoom and I'm going to I'm going to blast it in the eye and we're going to move on because that is the first time in the 255 episodes of this podcast that I don't really want to talk about what happens next because it's eye stuff and it squicks me out. But I am going to roll a 19, so we'll keep going there. Um, I think at this point, so I, I shoot this thing and it starts to like collapse and like it is exploding and this thing is so like colossal that like... um. I think I can't really beat it, but I can probably beat this like version of it. its iteration or node or whatever you want to call it. So like I, but right now it's collapsing and I need to escape, right? Like I need to, I just need to escape. I need to get out. And so that's what I'm going to do. Hey Jeff, as the soon to be reigning champion of the person who's been a guest on party of one for the most times, Sorry about you, Taylor. I just wanted to say congratulations. Having the opportunity to do our essentially our campaign of Iron Knight Accelerated on Party of One has been amazing. You are wonderful to work with. You are just a fantastic creative mind, and it's just been an honor. You put out so much goodness into this world. It's stunning. You keep doing it week in, week out, and you should be just absolutely thrilled that you've made it this far. So congratulations, happy four years, and I'll see you in the ring. And the truth is, (laughs) that's exactly what I needed to hear. 
because if you are calm, kind, and accommodating, the universe will provide, sometimes with free buffalo wings. But today, um, as all of this is collapsing, one of the pods explodes and a rainbow bridge shoots out. And, I mean, I'm excited because it matches my chucks. Um, I can't guarantee that it will take me home, right? Like, it's just kind of firing off into space, but it will get me out of here, and that is good enough for now. And I will add six to that. And so I'm, I'm running. I'm, I'm running, and I'm running, and I'm running, and I almost run headlong into a literal goddamn Star Destroyer. Um, fuck. That's <laughs> not good. Hey, Jeff, this is Richard Kreutz Landry. I wanted to, first off, wish you a happy five-year anniversary to the podcast. And then just say, the thing that I, I think of when I think of you... Uh, and of our recording of, uh, of our game was not necessarily the game itself, although that was fun. Um, it was the pure patience and graciousness that you showed, uh, as I spent nearly an hour trying to get my microphone to work and my headset to work. Um, I will always treasure that that kindness and generosity. Um, and I will always think of that when I think of you. Um, you know what? That story was something that I needed to hear because do you know what the one constant is in five years of podcasts? It is, uh, it's technical difficulties. So really all I need to do is just stand still and breathe and wait and sure enough, um, as these beam cannons power up and they point in my direction, I just I just have to wait. And sure enough, a moment later, their shoddy electrical wiring will misfire and fire off and explode. And I can watch as this entire Star Destroyer collapses on itself, because sometimes all you really need is that little bit of patience. That is a six. Like I said, I actually don't know the numbers. I have them all written and will like review them like i'm writing them down as i go and we'll just add them up because it's going to be easier than trying to do math as i'm as i'm running through this thing here's my mid-game uh spoiler i actually played this game yesterday and i wrote out the results like on text so this is sort of a actual play report this is me revealing that this is a little bit of audio trickery but that's fine you're enjoying it so this thing is collapsing and like everything is, is falling down around it. Everything is destroyed and demolished except for a single platform. And on that platform, there's two people and a squad of soldiers. There's the Rat King, 10 foot tall crown cape. And there's Boss Frog who's wearing his vest and top hat. And there's their, their squads of soldiers and they're standing between me and my way home. If I'm going to get home, I got to pass through these two. The thing I remember the most, Jeff, um, was when we were preparing for that bolt, um, one shot. And I'd asked you to make, um, a name for a mage's guild. Cause you know, your character was part of a mage's guild and, before the actual session, you threw out the name of the uh, of the guild, and it was the venomous bile at the back of Birbal's throat. And I remember having this visceral, just oh, oh yes, reaction. Like 
like that was when, that was the moment where I was like, "This is brilliant. This this session is gonna be amazing." Like, oh, so good. Here's what I like about that memory. Um, it implies that I've created a, an evil shadow faction, which is a thing that happened. And so um, I think right now I'm going to create an evil shadow faction. I think I'm going to stand and I'm going to snap my fingers and the, these soldiers are going to draw guns on each other. Um, you know, you're going to we're going to watch the, the poison tongue of Burble strike again. These armies are going to get locked in a stalemate and boss frog and the rat king are going to look at each other and look back out and look at each other and look back out and they're going to snap their fingers and all of these armies are going to be dissipated to parts unknown, leaving just the three of us. Like it is now time for just the three of us to, to go down, right? That's a one. Really excited about that. That's perfect. So I am I am staring down the Rat King and Boss Frog. And they are just like, they start just chuckling. I think that Boss Frog is like, are we supposed to be impressed that you so descend among the peons? And Rat King is like, ha ha, oh, what tricks do you have left, podcaster? We have everything. You've got nothing. What do you have left? You've. What do you think you can do on your own here? You, you have nothing. <laughs> and I think I'm going to, I, I need to think on a plan here. <laughs> Hello, um, B Zelda here to just share one of my rather fond memories with Jeff on Party of One, and that is that we managed to record an entire episode of a podcast utilizing nothing but the tools of a palm-sized flashlight, three antacids, some CBD oil, a legal pad, a green pen, and maybe some gum. And somehow it has become one of my all-time favorite episodes of anything that I've recorded just because we ran with it nonstop, and it was so wonderful. Uh, so thanks for being just as absurd as I am. And happy anniversary. <laughs> you know what, B? That's a great point. I need to think on what I have. I'm going to look around. I'm look I I'm looking around. I'm going to find something nearby and I'm going to reach into my back pocket and I am going to throw two copies, uh two enveloped copies of domestic order mission accomplished books that I was supposed to mail out that I just I just haven't yet. Sorry. Side note about that everybody. It's been a process. I'm just going to like toss them at Boss Frog and watch them kind of fumble over it and sort of do the like <laughs> And, like, while they're kind of baffling and stumbling over this, it's going to give me time to <laughs> roll another one. So that's fun. That's great. Um, so, but either way, like, they're distracted and I have to jump on them. But, like, the thing is they are bigger than me and they are deadly and they are dangerous and they have all kinds of magical tricks and powers that, like, I'm, I'm going to have to fight them head on and I can't win this. Like, they are bigger and stronger and more powerful than I can ever be. I've got to think of something if I'm going to do this. The best part of being a guest on Party of One was undoubtedly the after party. But talking about how great it was to grab a couple of drinks and just talk with Jeff would be a cop out and likely just inspire jealousy. So I'll tell you my fondest memory of that day. Showing up to play a knife by Natalie for the Halloween episode of Party of One. 
Episode 205, for anyone who wants to go back and listen, was walking into Jeff's apartment to find a whole array of knives laid out in meticulous order on the table, and being mostly sure that they were for the game we were about to play, and not for me to choose how I'd like to die. Congratulations to five years, Jeff, and here's to many more of being a light in the darkness, a voice of kindness and support in the world of gaming. You know what? They might be bigger and stronger, but um, I do have knives. I don't know why I thought envelopes was going to be the right option when I literally have knives. So I'm just going to pull out some knives and I'm going to like, you know, slash and swipe and like at least hold my own and gain that advantage to try and at least force them back so that I'm only engaging with one of them at a time. That's an 11. So it's going okay, but like I'm at this point I've got to be pretty beat up, right? Like I've held my ground, but like it's not enough. <laughs> oh, another swing and another miss. Your your grand gesture, podcast is supreme, is not left a dead. Won't you won't you drop your weapons and just give up already? You've you've had your fun. Now give up. Hello, Jeff. Congratulations on your Party of One anniversary. I would like to share the memory of playing our pro-wrestler-themed game of Starcrossed at Metatopia. It really stands out as a game of Starcrossed to me, like not just as an actual play experience, because it was at a con, and Metatopia specifically, which is just this really, really buzzy environment. It's loud and intense and people are excited and terrified and it's like really, really high energy environment. And the characters that we were playing were pro wrestlers, which is like the biggest, flashiest, you know, pyrotechnics and laser shows kind of sport. And it was about, the game was about the contrast between those, you know, larger than life personas and the real smaller kind of tender and quiet relationship between the two of them as real people. And that really just kind of sticks with me because we just had this lovely little experience in in this very quiet hotel room and told a very beautiful story together. And then, you know, eventually returned to the excitable madness of the con. Um, anyway, I really treasure that. It really stays with me as an experience. And I remember it really I don't know, more than anything else that whole weekend. For as Macho Man Randy Savage tells us, the cream of the crop does rise to the top. And, um, I think that's exactly what I do. I think I, I, I shrug and I'm like, all right, that's what I got to do. And I, I drop my knives or rather I throw them. Like I plunge them into the bridge so that it like crackles and like cracks and like light like spills into the sky a little bit. And I'm like, I can't do this alone. But I might not have to. And that's a 12. And and for a moment, like, there's that moment of silence, right? Like, I don't know if it worked. I'm just sitting there. There's light crackling around me, and I don't know if this is going to work. Jeff. Jeff. I wanted to take a minute and tell you about something that happened in our episode 227, where you and I were playing Big Fight Feel, 
And we're telling the story of these two wrestlers as they build up to this incredibly intense final match. And you and I are talking and we're both just so giddy with how much we love wrestling and how much it both means to us and what it's done for our lives and how it has affected how we tell stories and how it's affected how we enjoy and consume games and stories. And in that moment, in that game, sitting there playing with you, I have never wanted more than just to share more games with more people. And you absolutely made that possible. I am forever indebted to you for the opportunity to tell amazing stories through wrestling. Thanks, buddy. And that's about when ships start showing up, right? Like, that's when reinforcements come in. That's when hundreds of these vessels come in from across the media metaversal panoply. All these characters and stories that I've created, all these worlds that I've explored, like... I've called in the reinforcements now, right? Like there may not be any other, there may not, like I might not have real, real people at my back, but I have fictional characters and sometimes that's just, that's just as good. And like, we're all there together and there's this moment of like silence and we're about to have a big old rumble, but like there's this very pro wrestling moment of like the gang is here and like, we're just kind of acknowledging that like the posse has been rounded up. And we're going to add 15 to our total as we head into like the big throwdown, right? Like it's everybody against everybody. And it is just, you know, beat down, beat down city. It is chaos. But the thing is, like, they have the advantage. They absolutely have the advantage. Unless. Devin Preston here, previous Party of One podcast guest. I had the joy of joining Jeff for a swashbuckling game of the 7th C RPG. My favorite memory from our game together was getting to meet the sort of first villain, like the Act 1 villain, who was this fellow named Longfinger that was smarmy and smug and just like this total pain in the ass, full of himself guy. And the joy, Jeff, that you take in playing these these like fantasy middle management villains, these like greasy, obnoxious, uh, love to hate them characters. The joy you take in that is so infectious and it's like one of your many superpowers on the podcast. Uh, and I loved playing off of that. So thank you for having me on and congratulations on five years. You're doing a great job with uh, awesome podcast. See, the thing is, it was never about, like, them actually, like, this sounds awful, but it was never really about them, like, beating Boss Frog and Rat King. Like, I never wanted my, my people to do that, right? Like, it was always kind of about getting them distracted on doing the sort of villainous, the, the, the kind of villainous thing where you get to plow through the, plow through the scrubs. It was always getting them to do that and wearing themselves out. And I think that, like, it's worked out well, right? Like, these... It's about making sure that, like, uh, that they are worn down, because if they're worn down and I'm worn down, I might be able to even the odds. So let's see how we did. <laughs> I feel like I've rolled a lot of ones today. Does it felt like I've rolled a lot of ones? Because I feel like I've rolled a lot of ones today. <sighs> either way, either way, either way, either way, uh, it's 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 working 
<sighs> we're beaten down. They've cleared out the ranks. It's just the three of us. I've got I've got one shot if I'm going to do this. I've got one shot if I'm going to do this. And I need I need to know that this is going to work. Hey, Jeff. Nick here. It's been a while since we played together, but I really, really love Party of One and what you're doing for the podcasting community. You were the first show that I ever guested on and bringing Agent Fulton to life in a slapstick feng shui to adventure was one of the most fun things I've done in podcasting period. My favorite part was fighting a robot gorilla and secretly turning into a robot at the end. Uh, spoiler alert, I suppose. But happy anniversary and I hope it goes great. And so I'm just, I'm going to rush. I'm just going to run. I'm going to, I'm going to tear in. I'm going to pull out my laser, my rainbow laser sword. And I think before I wasn't able to, to do the thing. And I think like in this moment, there's just the sheer adrenaline of, of it all. And I'm going to run him through. I think at this point, like it's what happens because I know that it's not really boss frog. Like I know it and I know it. And it's because just, just like with what happened with agent Fulton, like it's never, it's always a goddamn robot. Like, of course I'm not going to single-handedly destroy boss frog, right? Like, I mean, come on. We all know that, that that's not how this ends. It's me versus it's me versus You've probably picked up on it by now. I can't win. I can't win this fight, but I can at least stop this iteration, and that's fine. Which brings me to the Rat King. He's bleeding, though. Which means I really have to decide if I can if I can land that killing blow. Either way, I'm going to add 11 to my total. I just... I know that we're both on the ropes. I, I, I could end this right now. I think, <laughs> are you prepared to land the killing blow, podcaster? Are you prepared to end this? So my favorite party of one moment came from the end of the episode I recorded with Jeff. This whole episode had been a kind of comedic chase thing. Think something like Tom and Jerry, or as we flavored it, 1920s silent movie slapstick comedy. And in the game we were playing, there is a clear winner and a clear loser. And Jeff ended up coming out the victor. And as the person being chased, it would have been easy for him to just do like a fun wink to the camera as he jumps off into the sunset and the camera fades in on my character just shaking his fist at him. But instead of just getting away, Jeff took the moment to have his character do something to stop the chase, stop the conflict, and bring a kind of understanding between our two characters. And the fact that he ended this silly racing game with something so genuinely sweet was really heartwarming. And it's that moment from the session that's always stuck with me the most. <sighs> no. You fucking know I can't do that. But I also know that you can't stop me. I mean, you you would wish that you could, and you probably could if you really tried. But, but as long as you don't put me in the ground, I'm not going to stop doing what I do, and I'm not going to stop being amazing. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to leave, and I'm going to keep opposing everything that it is you stand for. And we're going to go our separate ways. And we're probably going to fight in the future. And you're probably going to win. 
but I'm going to keep doing what I do. And if I can even for a microsecond put a put a wrench in a gears a hair a hair into your machine then it will have all been worth it now i'm gonna walk down this bridge and go back home you're gonna get back on your platform and you're gonna get the fuck out of here 15 <laughs> not quite podcaster see i have one last trick if, if we can't have our toys <laughs> no one can and they the rat king snaps his fingers and a black hole opens and i know i described the depository earlier as a vault but this is the vault this is an endless endless black abyss of nothing and i have to figure out what how i'm gonna stop this hey jeff aura here uh, I was on the show to play A Lonely Haunt with you, which was a game about non-verbally expressing uh, boundaries and needs. And it was a really great game. You know, expressing boundaries and communication is actually a thing that, um, you know, is important to me. And it's something that I try to express in a lot of the things that I create. And this felt really good to get out there and talk about but um what felt even better honestly is that you played one of my games um our radios are dying and that was one of the first times that one of my games had been featured on the podcast and i freaked out when i heard that it was such a great episode and you know it just it like really inspired me to keep going it was like recognition that I that, like I needed and you guys did a great job so getting to actually come on the show for the first time and play something with you was kind of one of the things on my game design bucket list believe it or not I say I have to figure it out but I know I know because I've known for the last 235 episodes where this is gonna end and it's gonna end it's gonna end with my radio dying it's where it's gonna end so, if if me floating into this thing is going to stop this thing, then I'm going to float into this void. And I'm going to float into the black hole. I'm going to flip the switch on my Zoom recorder. I'm going to throw it. I'm going to watch it explode in a flash of rainbow light. I'm going to add 15 to my total. And I'm going to be trapped here for all of time and space. For eternity. And so I'm trapped. I'm lost in, in time and space. I'm a man without a destination, floating floating in the ether. A voice a voice on the radio waves. I am I am nothing but a voice. Nothing but a a, a figure in the static. <laughs> you win, frog and rat. <sighs> 
Jeff, thank you for consistently creating a podcast that I can listen into on a regular basis, hear the voices of my friends, hear some really amazing games and stories being played. Party of One is is such a huge part of why I love uh, indie tabletop RPGs, and you do a fantastic job at setting the tone and setting inspiration. Uh, my favorite moment of being a guest in Party of One is during our breakup on re-entry game. Uh, not only was that a, a game session that, that really changed how I I felt about Breakup on Reentry. It was not a game that I really considered in my top 10, but after that play session, boy, you changed my mind with that. Um, you can hear it in that episode where I am stunned speechless at where the story's going and just like really surprised at the twists and turns and the climax there. So thank you so much for that gift. Uh, and thank you for the gift that is Party of One. Here's to another great five years ahead of you. Crap, I forgot to say this is Taylor, Leviathan Files on Twitter, uh, Game Closet. Yes, thank you, Jeff. So, uh, like, that was a really nice memory, but I don't really know what to do other than just, to, I guess, close my eyes and and stare out into space and lay back and savor the silence. I savor that quiet. Why did I recognize that voice? Oh, fuck. Okay, I think I know what I can do. I think I know what I can do. There's, I'm, I'm... I'm out there. I'm out there somewhere. I have to make this connection. I have to make this connection somewhere. I have to make a connection with this voice in the distance. If I can do that, then I think I can open a portal to home. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to focus everything I have into this ether, and I'm going to send a message. I'm going to send a message to the person on the other end of this thing. I'm going to send a message to the me on the other end of this thing. I know... Right now, I know that you are, you are hearing my voice on a podcast. You are hearing my voice on audio right now. I know this. I just need you to listen and to work with me. I know. I know. You're, you're scared and you are, you're bored. You're bored and you're desperate and you want a way to express yourself. And I promise you, if you work with me, I can help you achieve that. I just need you to work with me. Can you do that? And I open my eyes and there's portals all around me. Hands reaching out, hundreds, hundreds of my own hand reaching out, pulling me back to my wonderful tiny little West Philly apartment. One hand repeated 254 times over. Take a future me. Take a future me. Take a future me. Take a future me. I'm going to add 19 to my total. And I'm going to smile and I'm going to say, thanks, Fast Me. <laughs> thanks, and Thanks again to everybody. Um, I'm back. I'm home. <sighs> I have to run some numbers real quick. So the numbers that we rolled this game have been 5, 14, 16, 7, 18, 3, 13, 13, 18, 19, 6, 6, 1, another 1, 11, 12, 15, a third 1, 15, 15, 19, and 11. I'm going to put this into Google, and we're going to see how I did. 239. So, 
I failed to defeat the Rat King and Boss Frog, and the Barrier Reefs will live on another day. But I did okay, and I've got support. So I guess all I can do is keep undermining and keep creating and keep fighting this thing with the stories that I have and I guess keep I keep undermining as best I can. <sighs> and that's game. And that's game. Thanks everybody. Thanks thanks present me. And thanks again to to everybody. Thanks again to all of the people that shared memories with me and like helped me make this episode really special. Thank you to Megan Dornbrock, to Brian, to Alex Perlman, to Stentor Danielson, to Aaron J. Amendola, to Alice Kira, to Rich Howard, to Aram Varsian, to Cole Burkhart, Evan McDevitt, Tracy Barnett, Richard Kreutz Landry, Ajay Pandey, B. Zelda, Blaine C. Martin, Alex Roberts, John Adamus, Devin Preston, Nick Robertson, Kyle Decker, Aura Bell, and Taylor Lopresh. Thank you all for making our five-year anniversary episode so wonderfully special. It meant so much to me. Uh, my favorite part of doing this, of writing this game and writing out the actual play audio and recording this was literally sitting and listening to all of your wonderful memories because it really it put into perspective like what the fuck the last five years have been. And I, I, it, it means a lot. It means a lot. I want you to know that my memory for all of you is that, like, I love every single recording that I do for this 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 podcast. I really do. That's really all I can say. Like, honestly, like, to do this show, like, I mean, I've done it now for five years, right? Like, to do this show every single week is such a tangible joy. And it's always, it's, it is something that it's, it's part of my life. So in inextricably that like, it just is part of my day to day. And I getting to do this every week is, is such a, a delight and a treasure. And thank you for but being a part of it. Be sure to check out Jeff's work at jeffstormer.itch.io, including I Stand Alone, We Fight Together. Um, also, be sure to follow Jeff on Twitter at Party of One Pod. You can also like Jeff's podcast, Party of One, an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast, or learn more about the show at partyofonepodcast.com. Um, Jeff also produced a podcast called All My Fantasy Children, which you can find at OneShotPodcast.com. It is one part of the OneShot Podcast Network. Uh, on All My Fantasy Children, Jeff and his best friend Eric Tanas take a listener-submitted prompt every week. They spin it into an original fantasy character using some of their favorite tabletop RPGs, and they populate a shared world called Fantasy One Story at a Time. It's a pretty great show. I'm going to drop the third person gimmick to say I fucking love making all my fantasy children. And if you enjoy great stories told among good friends, you will absolutely adore it. You can find more information at oneshotpodcast.com. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a nice iTunes review or a pod chasing review is better. They're both good. Like I get notifications in my inbox either way, but I like, but pod chaser is a little easier because you don't have to go through the Apple platform, which sucks. Um, you can also support the show financially at patreon.com slash Jeff Stormer or ko-fi.com slash Jeff Stormer. Um, or you can join our discord at bit.ly slash, uh, party of one discord and hang out with us. Party of one is as it has been for the last five years. And as it will be for many, many recordings to come produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. 
Um, all music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the D&D Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming on to the show as a guest, or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. So, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening for the last five years. Thank you so much for being a part of my life for the last five years. Like, really, truly, even if we've never interacted, thank you for, for, for enjoying and engaging with this weird thing that Jen and I produce every week. Like, we both... It means a lot to the both of us that, like, this thing, that you have found this thing and that you're here with us. Uh, thank you. So thank you for listening. Uh, remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as it has been for the last five years, and so will it be for the foreseeable future, I will, I will end by saying, party on.